Joining us now, he is the head golf professional at TPC Summerlin out in Las Vegas, hosting the Shriners next week. Welcome to the show, Mike. What's going on? Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, not a whole lot. Uh, <laughs> nothing is going on here. Yeah, just another um, just another day in paradise, yeah, right? Right. As my friends call it, this is my annual vacation. <laughs> oh, you know, it's interesting. Uh, you guys actually get a, a kind of a bonus out that that area. I mean, back to back weeks out in Las Vegas. I mean, I could think of. Uh, well, no, I can't really think of better places to spend two weeks if I'm a PGA Tour guy. Right. I mean, they got to love it. You know, it, it's exactly right. You have two great golf courses uh, in back-to-back weeks. This might be, I think this is the only time I have I know that Shadow Creek has hosted a tour event. But, you know, we're certainly happy to kick off the Vegas tour here for the next couple of weeks and, uh, you know, put on a great show for all of our fans across the world and, uh, you know, showcase, you know, the two great properties here in Las Vegas. Yeah. Yeah, and, uh, you know, I'm actually going to be out there next week. And because I'm going to be out there next week, I've been kind of researching the weather. And uh, you guys got some warm weather coming up. Uh, well, I guess it's kind of still in the 90s, and then it's going to start to cool off the following week. So, But, you know, it's a dry heat. Yeah. You know, it's funny. It is dry heat. And I've lived in climates where it's not so dry when it's hot. Um, and I will take this any day of the week. It's funny. You say we, we've got some warm weather coming up. I don't know that we've ever let go of the warm True. weather. We've been – uh, We've been as warm as you can get. We had the hottest August on record. We've had the third hottest September on record. And so far this week, it's shaping up to be a pretty warm October. But to your point, next week it's going to cool down nicely for those tour players. We should be in the low 80s by the weekend. So uh, I'm sure they're going to enjoy the uh, pullovers in the morning and, and some great weather in the afternoon. All right. I got to go down the path of uh, horses for courses. And I look at some of the past results of this event, and I see a name keep popping up. Patrick Cantlay won in 2018, was runner-up in 19 and 20 behind Bryson and Kevin Na. Is this a golf course that just seems to fit certain guys' eyes? Because you see a lot of uh, repeat names, whether it's runner-up or top of leaderboard. It's funny, you know, I I think it is. I, I really think he enjoys Vegas, there's no doubt. He was not going to miss this stop in Vegas. He's had a first place, two second place finishes, second place last year in a playoff that you really came down to the second uh, playoff hole where he missed a you know, pretty makeable six-footer. I really think this golf course sets up for certain players. It fits their eye, and you know, Cantley is one of those players where he's just, he has a great time here, enjoys the golf course. You look at DeChambeau and what he's done here in his you know, few three or four seasons he's played in this this tournament here with a win and a, a top finish. So I, I do think that, uh, you know, this golf course, certainly what we do is we kind of favor the guys obviously make a lot of putts. If you look at what Kevin Nod did last year, yeah. well over 500 feet of putts. But, you know, you have to be able to, you know, strike the ball well, hit the ball far, you know, as is the case in any golf course. But this seems to reward golfers that are just hot that week with a putter and certainly great ball strikers. Yeah, uh, I'm friends with Bobby Weed, and he he's told me how much he enjoyed coming out there and doing that particular course. Does he still visit with you guys, Mike, or, or does or does he come by or anything like that to to do updates or anything like that, or is it is it just kind of he's done the he's done the golf course and he's he's out of there? You know, Bobby Weed, believe it or not, is still involved. We really? just had a bunker renovation project here a few years ago, and Bobby came out for that project. So He's a great you know, this guy. golf course is near and dear to his heart, and, and he does come out once in a while and make visits. And, yeah. you know, obviously this is a crown jewel in, in not only the network, uh, but, you know, certainly one of Bobby's finest Absolutely. golf courses. And, uh, 
you know, this golf course gets lots of accolades from its tour player, from our tour players when they come out and play. And, and not only that, but certainly from our members and guests that come out and play golf here. Yeah, so when, when we're watching, what's, what's the key to this golf course? Is it off the tee? Is it second shot? Is it being able to get it up and down? Is it, is it managing your misses? What kind of is the recipe for success out at Summerlin? <laughs> yes, the answer is yes. <laughs> I like that. Absolutely yes. <laughs> you know, quite honestly, from a tour player's perspective, really the front nine is the nine where you really need to hold on for dear life. There's, there's only a few scoring opportunities on that front nine. Um, it is a second-shot golf course. You, you have to be precise with your irons. There's some subtleties to these greens where you want to make sure you're either on the, the right tier or you know, you use the slopes to your advantage to get near the hole. I wouldn't say it's a demanding golf course off the tee, but there are a couple of holes in the front nine that can certainly bite you if you're not uh, hitting it too straight. The back nine, quite honestly, that's where you see the charges. That's where it gets super exciting for us. You can be within three or four shots of the lead and have a chance of winning the tournament on the back nine, as we saw you know, Ben Martin when he shot uh, a final round 61 years ago and came from behind. And the poor guy, he had to wait around for about two or three hours yeah, for the leaders to finish that. up. Yeah. And, you know, he shoots a really low round of golf, and he's not crowned champion for another three hours. So, you know, the scoring is, is you know, you have the ability to go low on this golf course. The back nine is really where you start to see those putts start to drop, tons of scoring opportunities. I think every hole, with the exception of maybe one hole, hole number 17, plays under par on average for the week. So it's really going to reward the guy that can hit some shots in the clutch down the stretch on the uh, the back nine for that final round Sunday. Yeah, three hours to wait uh, is a long time, but three hours to wait on a million dollars is a real long time. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he was okay doing it, though. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> Again, we're talking with uh, the head golf professional out at TPC Sumlin, Mike Messner. And, Mike, you know, you, you made, made mention of him. I mean, you got an interesting finishing four holes to this golf course. I mean, you got a, a drivable par four at 15, a, a, a par five that's reachable at 16. Then you've got a, a, a tougher par three on 17 and a, and a 450 yard with a second shot over water, 18th hole makes for quite an interesting finish. Doesn't it? It does. It's super exciting. If you look at the last two years, you look at the incredible par save that Kevin Na had on 17 last year. You look at the incredible Eagle putt that Bryson DeChambeau had on 16 the year before you can really see some really incredible shots, and not only that, but some great putts and really clutch putts down the stretch. That's where the tournament starts. Really, 13 is a good par five, and for the for the most part, everybody in our field can get to 13 and two. 14 is a, a pretty uh, pretty docile number of par three. It's just a mid iron in, but you know, 15 through 18, some really good holes there. Yeah. And 17, if you walk away with a par in 17. And a par on 18, that's usually going to be good enough for you to win that tournament. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, obviously Kevin Na is a two-time winner out there. His name pops up as a runner-up as well, so he's had some good finishes out there. Uh, we, we've mentioned Cantlay, Deshambo, and Kevin Na. A anybody else that kind of jumps out at you as a player that's uh, been around the top of the leaderboard that maybe hasn't, uh, hasn't held the trophy? You know, it, it's funny. I, I always like to think of our, our locals here. And, you know, most people don't know this, but uh, Colin Morikawa, PGA champion, is one of our local uh, players that plays and practices out of a couple of clubs here in Las Vegas, and, uh, you know, Summerlin being one of them. He's been playing some great golf. He has, you know, more wins on tour than he has missed cuts. So yeah. I would think that uh, he could be a person that would have a great chance. And then you look at uh, who's coming into the field. You have, you know, back-to-back -back winners and back-to-back weeks on the PGA Tour in, in Hudson and Sergio. Yep. So 
there, there's some good opportunities there. And then another player, Webb Simpson, always seems to play this golf course super well. And he's having a great year, too. He is, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and that, and that you know, and it begs the question, too. I mean, uh, this we get Bryson DeChambeau coming back now with the, uh, the new, uh, I guess, almost the John Daly, you know, grip it and rip it style. Uh, <laughs> bomb it, bomb it, find it, hit it again from a Bryson perspective. Um, can he dominate this golf course from a length perspective, or is there enough trouble out there to make him think twice on a couple of holes? It's funny you bring this up because as a staff, we've been talking about the many holes he's going to try and hit driver on, and we're kind of excited to see the newer version, new improved version of Bryson DeChambeau this year to see how he takes the golf course on and where he does decide to hit a driver. And there's a few holes out there where, it, you know, hole number one, for example, you know, there, it's about 380 to about the front edge of that green, so there's a possibility that he can uh, drive it up there and chip it up pretty close. So it's just unbelievable. I, we're, we're talking about 380 yards. It's just incredible. Yeah, and that being in range for sure. And if you look at the, you know the par fives, there really sure. isn't a par five yeah. that he cannot play well. And the incredible thing of what he's done is not only you know improve himself, improve distance, but how accurate he is off the tee. And if he hits a driver as well as he did at the uh, U.S. Open, and even though he missed a few fairways, you know, we're pretty generous here. We're not U.S. Open width when it comes to fairways. Right. So I, I really think that a player of his caliber, his length, has, stands to have a great chance of hoisting that trophy at the end of this week. Now, Mike, let's talk a little bit about the tournament itself and the Shriners Hospitals uh, and the charity. Um, from that perspective, I mean, still no fans, correct? That is correct. That's the unfortunate part of hosting yeah. the PGA Tour event this season is, uh, you know, limited, no fans whatsoever for our event. And I know there have been a few out there that have had, um, you know, but we felt, as Shriners felt, that uh, it, it was prudent to, to make sure we were pr protecting our, our players and, uh, and not having fans this year. Now, how does that set up from a golf course? I mean, we've seen some, uh, some interesting things go down this year from the uh, – uh, from the LPJ uh, having the Great Wall of Dinah, as they called it, uh, out there on the 18th hole, stopping golf balls from going into some strange spots. And we've seen other places where, you know, traditionally there's been some stands at like an 18th hole and guys just kind of hedge their bet and, and toss it up into the stands or off the off of, uh, you know, a wall or something like that. Uh, how will that play out at Summerlin? Is there any area that we as fans now need to watch to say, OK, number one, if a guy hits it there, it could go somewhere he's not used to it going. Or number two, if he hits it there, there's nobody there to find it for him. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You know, the one hole that stands out to me would be hole number 15. 15, traditionally, we would have fans here, so you have bleachers behind that green. When that pin is back or when the pin's center, you know, players can hit a driver all day long knowing that there's a backstop there to help out that, uh, that tee shot if they hit it too far. Without that backstop, without those grandstands, you have to be very careful in your club selection on 18. And, you know, hitting a driver, especially for these longer hitters, they can hit through the green on that hole. And behind that green, there's a cart path that runs into some trouble. So they really have to think twice about a driver on that tee shot. All right. My other question would be, um, you know, I'm going to be in Vegas the following week. So is it should I be looking for guys in the casino that played well or didn't play well? I mean, if you didn't play well, you're looking to go make some money in the casinos, or if you played well, you go looking to go make some more money in the it's casinos. I, I, I need to know who I'm going to see, the guys that are disheveled or the guys that are happy. Oh, gosh, that, that's a good question. I, I can tell you, I really couldn't tell you what, what happens uh, outside the ropes here and outside this property. Uh, I would imagine that you have uh, you know, the full gamut when it comes to 
our tour players enjoying Las Vegas and, and all that it uh, has in store. And, and it's great to have him out here, especially for back-to-back weeks. Only he would think up a question like that <laughs> to ask you, Mike. <laughs> well, it begs the question. I mean, I guess if you're playing the following week, week and, the, and the COVID protocols, you don't want to venture out. But I guess if you're playing, if you're not playing the next week, you can go ahead and venture out and have all the fun you want, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah that, that's probably true. But uh, you know, once you're in the bubble, you want to stay inside the bubble. So I'm sure they're being very careful this week for next. Yeah, and I'm sure you guys as the staff have to go through the protocols as well. And what does that entail? And, and have you already been doing that? Yeah, we have had. Um, you know, we want to we want to make sure that we're uh, very protective of our players. We uh, have a number of our staff go through the. Uh, the testing protocols, and fortunately, I can say that uh, not a single person failed that test. That's good news. Good. And you know, now it's a matter of just uh, making sure we're smart, very careful. Uh, certainly, some protective measures we have in place um, here as a staff, and certainly as a tour. And you know, it's it all to make sure our players and our caddies that are on property, and even their families and friends that come out to visit, uh, you know, make sure they feel very safe and very healthy throughout the entire week. All right, final question. Since you are in Vegas and there are casinos out there, we're gonna. What are you saying is uh, is the number that's going to win this tournament relative to par? How many under are we going for? Well, I'll tell you what. Given the conditions, given you know the heat, I mean, we we got some heat this week. It's very unusual for this time of year for us. No wind in the forecast whatsoever. Green greens are great. The golf course is in perfect condition. If someone said to to end this week, I'm going to give you this number. I would take 24 under par and feel pretty confident with it. Wow. Matt, are you taking the over or the under? Well, I'm taking Bryson DeChambeau to be on be on this game and shoot 458, so that's a lot more than 24 under. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going I'm to take the under on that as well. The under meaning higher. higher. Yeah, so higher, 25 yeah. or 26 under. They're going to go big bonus. We might set records because if you're telling me it's hot, there's no hot. wind, and the golf course is absolutely perfect, I mean, there's no stopping these guys, right? There's no stopping these guys, and, and I'll tell you what, as a fan, as a fan myself, I'm excited to see what Bryson does this week. Yeah, I, I can imagine. Well, Mike, we always appreciate you coming on with us. Have a great event out there, and uh, you know what? Maybe I'll get in touch with you, and I'll uh, sneak out there the following week. Yeah, please do. I appreciate the time, gentlemen. You all have a great week, and enjoy us on TV. Thank all right, you, Thanks Mike. a lot, Mike.